Welcome to the monkey seat. This week we're going to get two thirds through the podcast, then not bother in that really rubbish podcast. You know the one we mean. It's going to finish up for us. My name is Tom. And I'm Carl, and I have no idea what Tom, Karen Chandrick, or the formerly FIA battery fiasco are on about. Yeah, more on that later, without a doubt. I have no idea what you're on about, though, Tom. You're going to have to explain that to me in a minute. Don't worry. Anyway, we are a fully independent podcast hosted by two opinionated friends who like to put the world to rights. You can find us on major podcasting platforms by searching for Monkey Seed Podcast. And you can leave us a five-star review to get a shout-out on the show, or you can visit our website at monkeyseedpod.com. And you can follow us on all the socials, Monkey Seed Pod. Uh, visit our YouTube channel and catch up with us on LinkedIn. And if you want to sponsor us and give us lots of money, nothing to see here. No, they're not giving um, us money, though. Manscaped, they're not they're giving, not us, giving money. us money. That's, no. We wish they were giving us money. Yeah. Um, but they're well, not. Well, it depends so. if everyone buys loads and loads of stuff. I'm just going to move the microphone down a little bit. It's a bit too close. Um, if they buy loads, of, if if our listeners buy loads and loads of stuff, then they might give us money. So, yes, buy lots of money. So, this is stuff. sort of a win win situation, isn't it? If yeah. If they give yeah. us, if they, if you buy the product, which is a very good product, if you buy that product, which is obviously what it is, um, I, it, although I do feel like we're losing half the nation by being sponsored by this company. Maybe. Um, um, it's fine. Is there a women's case as well? Uh, I suppose fem- there's, there's, lo- there's lots of female products out there anyway. There's, this yeah. caters to a whole different market. So anyway, um, should we... Should we jump we're st- lads. Yeah. Should we go straight into it? As we've kind of already segued into it, let, let's go into our advert, shall we? Okay. Uh, we oh, have Jesus, to an- we're jumping. We have- we're jumping. Yeah. Here we go. We have to announce that this is obviously a, a, spons- a sponsored advert. This is so, an ad... Uh, Everyone, this is an this ad. This is an advert. So this is an advert. Just in case you hadn't not noticed, this is an advert. Have I said it enough yet? If you're like me and you've been forced by your better half to finally sort out that mess of a garden through lockdown, then you're probably sick of uh, gardening by now. But it's uh, it's about the summer. Lovely year weather now. It is lovely weather for it, but uh, it's about now we need to start looking after the man garden again. Give us a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of man time, you know. Support for the monkey seat is brought to you by. Manscaped, um, who claim to be the best of in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped is now available in Europe, and they were kind enough to send us a bunch of products to try. They've asked us to give our honest opinions on this, and I think they're great. <laughs> First up, the lawnmower. Our third-generation trimmer features a cutting edge. I see what that should be cutting edge. Uh, third-generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents and keep your lower areas smooth. It's completely waterproof too, so uh, taking it in the shower is a big plus for me. So I don't get hair everywhere. It keeps the missus happy. She can't stand it when I do that. Um, I've also tried the Crop Preserver, which is deodorant for your balls. I mean, where did they come up with these names? I know. Uh, it was. Uh, I was apprehensive about it because when I was uh, when I was a kid, you know, you'd, you'd come out of the shower and you'd spray your balls with the links, you know, and uh, think, oh yeah, <coughs> my <coughs> god, the pain. It was like Grosjean in a desert. Not good. Um, but yeah, this was this was great. Lovely, soothing balm, not painful at all. And as part of our agreement with Manscaped, we can offer. All our Monkey Seat fans, 20% off and free shipping. Use the code MONKEY, M-O-N-K-E-Y, at manscaped.com. 
Com. So Dot not only are you getting a great saving on some premium products, but you're helping us too. I can't recommend these products enough, enough and the more you buy, the better we look. So don't forget 20% off and free shipping and with we Manscaped.com. we might get paid and I might get a mic. You might do. That actually works. I can't afford a mic at the moment because of the sodding house. Yes. Um, but um, yeah. There we go. Did, did that last Manscaped. a minute? Have we done it? Buy Manscaped. We're not going to deny. We want you to buy Manscaped because they've got great products, but also because they might sponsor us properly. And that would be really great because then I can get better audio. Or if anyone else wants to give us a better microphone or just send me a microphone, it's yeah. me that's having the problems. Here. We will sell our Tom's souls. got a decent mic. Although Tom has suddenly realized what it says on his microphone stand the other day after sitting there using the microphone stand for the last three months, is it? Yeah, What's like it say, that. Tom? It says monkey. It says monkey, yeah. <laughs> Tom just realized his his the, the microphone stand that he uses says monkey. Um, yeah, and it's because it's a cheap really... one. I'm not going to lie, it's a cheap one, so... Um, the microphone's but, decent, but the stand is, uh, is a cheap Please one. go and buy stuff from that company yeah. that's here called Manscaped. Yes. Um, your balls will but, thank you. And probably everywhere else. Probably yeah. your missus will thank you more, but yeah. anyway. It's actually um, a decent beard trimmer too. Just make sure you clean it before. <laughs> it's like, oh. Um, I don't know how you know it's a decent beard trimmer because you obviously haven't shaved with it. No, I haven't. It's it's got a guard on it, so it takes it right down to stubble level. But I do know people that have used a beard. Or pubescent level in my case. Yeah, yeah. But to be honest, yeah, your beards are not particularly impressive anyway. (laughs) Right, can we stop talking about balls? Because I'm slightly bored of it. And let's talk about some racing. Okay. Um, Monkey seat. Monkey seat. No, not monkey seat. IndyCar. IndyCar. Indica. Well, hang on. No, let's talk about some. Let's talk about some other podcasts first, because oh yes, yes, we got Tom. Tom did some undercover, some covert, like, advertising. covert advertising of ourselves. <laughs> so just to um, qualify this, just to qualify this, there's, there's a there's a Formula One podcast that I absolutely love called For Formula One's Sake, and it is here we go promoting other yeah, podcasts yeah. on our podcast. It which is, we seem to do a lot. It is brilliant. Um, it's very funny. I disagree with a lot of their opinions. They're not the most cutting-edge opinion-wise. Neither are we. Neither yeah, am I. I know. Let's be yeah, honest. Like a, a lot, of the, often like their race reviews don't come out until like the Friday. And to be honest, they don't really do race reviews. They just talk about things around F1 and then just take the piss out of them. Oh no, I swore on YouTube. Um, but anyway, ah. they've, they've got a feature which is where you can buy them beer. Um, do you actually have to buy them beer? Well, though? the thing is, it started because they they used when they first started, they would always record their podcasts in a pub. Literally in a pub. Like, there would be loads of background So what they and... did, hang on, what they've done is listen to Radio X and go, I've got a great idea. Let's do a pubcast. Oh, and you can buy us beer. Hang on, where do we get that from? Radio X. That's what I, they used to do. Don't know. I've never you used to, to Radio you X. Could, I, I, I mean, since I'm moving to Ireland, I haven't listened to Radio X, but Chris Moore's show in the morning, you could, you had to buy them beer. Oh, okay. So it's basically you, they've just done that then. Yeah. yeah. So... Original content there, guys. But anyway, Sorry. so I, I bought them a beer. Uh, I bought them each a beer. Uh, and uh, With and, what? Uh, just with actual money. You, you you go on their website. You actually paid yeah. the money. Yeah, yeah. So you, I go on, go onto their website and you, you click to buy them beer and then you, you pay for a beer and then you put a message there and then they read the message out on their podcast. And uh, so I, I do you that. Oh. paid them yeah. Beer money. How yeah. much is a beer in wherever they're from? It's like three pounds sixty a pint, so it's about a tenner. 
So anyway, something like that. So I bought I bought them each a beer and said, "Oh, if I buy you all a beer, can you uh, can you like like plug my podcast because I love you guys?" Um, and uh, this is the response I got. I will not promote a Formula One podcast called Monkey Seat. No, if you think we're going to promote... Do not listen to Monkey Seat. No, if you think we're going to promote the Monkey Seat podcast just because you've bought us beer to promote the Monkey Seat podcast, which I assume is available on all good podcast providers, then you've got another thing coming. You know, we can't I bet it's one of those f***ing professional podcasts where they don't swear. It probably sounds really good and they know what they're talking about. Monkey like. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. I think that may have been slightly quiet, but uh, but yeah, uh, I'll probably put that up on the socials at some point because that's just just hilarious. But yeah, um, I actually because I knew we'd be sending this out on uh, on YouTube. Um, I actually bleeped their swear words. <laughs> they bleeped their own swear well, words. They they bleeped the second one because monkey c word is not really a good one to uh, <laughs> to put out. But the first one, they yeah they didn't bleep. I bleeped that one out for them. So yeah, so that's uh, that that little bit out the way. Uh, thanks um, a lot for that. Um, I, did I mean, you paid them. them. I'm not quite yeah. sure why you're thanking them. Yeah, but they if get they gave it to us for free, then that would be a different. If they cared yeah. and listened to our podcast, then they actually I plugged think. it again later in the podcast. They were talking oh, about they? they were talking about um, the the cake tins on the uh, which is what obviously the the break ducks are surrounded in. But they were calling it the biscuit tin because they didn't know what it was called. Um, and then uh, they say, oh, they also got the tea tray at the back. And then someone and then one of them said, oh yeah, and the monkey seat. And then the other one goes, oh oh no, don't go don't go plug in that podcast not not yeah you know, i don't do that out of the beer section so yeah very funny but i do um, actually strongly recommend you listen to that podcast very funny it's a very good podcast yeah. don't get me wrong yeah. it's very good but yeah um i didn't realize you actually had to pay for the beers yeah, i haven't yeah. quite realized I did, e- I did email them asking for their permission to actually use that clip um they yeah. haven't responded so i assume it's okay <laughs> uh so but sorry fortunately uh, I, I'm very close to somebody who work, who used to work and still works in, in a certain area which involves like intellectual property and all that kind of stuff and I've made every possible um, attempt to contact them and they haven't responded so therefore I'm covered so you can't sue me guys sorry <laughs> for more beer money that yeah. we paid them sorry we, you've paid them yeah. I, don't, I don't know. To be honest, like, I, I, like I, here we are trying to get people to go and buy products yeah. from Manscaped, for so that we might be able to afford a a um, a mic, a better microphone for me. And in reality, you, I like supporting stuff that I like, and I've got no problem putting money into a podcast that I enjoy. So I've um, it's fair I've point. Bought, it's I've fair point. Beer. And if anyone wants to support us and send us, do you know, some I was thinking we money. might do something like that. Do like a buyers a coffee thing because you can get those buyers a coffee sites. Oh can't yeah. You? So we that. might do something like that, like a tipping jar or something, would be quite nice because people, you know, if they enjoy it and they want to give us a bit of money just to go towards the the upkeep because you know we we do this on a shoestring. Uh, it's uh, a shoestring's not even like. A, I yeah. mean, we do it on no what we do it on we do it on tom's purse strings <laughs> basically yeah it's, uh, and they're very tight fortunately i do I do, a lot, <laughs> I do a lot of work in in musical theater so a lot of the stuff that i buy for this podcast can be repurposed into musical theater so uh hashtag fine. tax write-off yeah exactly <laughs> well this all comes under the same business so it's all fine it's all fine anyway so well this we is have... officially a mine podcast a mine product a mine yeah. production yeah podcast. we used to say that at the start but then no one knows who mine productions is so what's the point in carrying on with there that okay um, right, I'm going to do uh, a review of IndyCar now. The, uh, oh, the, do I fall asleep the now? The race in St. Petersburg. But given that I know you haven't watched the race, do you fancy I'm just clue. dropping a message to Charlie while I'm doing that, just saying that when he logs on, he's probably going to be <laughs> live? 
uh, as we started without him. So because he'll be here in about 15 minutes um, just as a pre-warning for him. So, yeah. Okay, so we had a race in St. Petersburg, second race of the NTT IndyCar series um, for the season. And it was Colton Herter who qualified on pole. Uh, and he led from pole, followed by Jack Harvey. And the usual first corner antics of St. Pete's were avoided on that one, with Rossi making a good start from mid-pack and then getting up into ninth. Contrasting fortunes for O'Ward when he fell from 6th to 10th, which soon became 11th, when Dixon Barge passed him shortly after. Seven-time NASCAR champ Ginny Johnson embarrassingly overshot the chicane and nerfed the barriers. He kept the engine running, but uh, spent an age trying to select reverse gear in the scene that was right out of Austin Powers. You know the scene I'm on about where like he's stuck in the hallway. Where he goes over to... the roof. No, no. Oh, trying... yeah, that. He's stuck in the hallway trying to turn the thing around, the golf cart around, and he can't. Yeah. It was, it was a bit like that, except he couldn't engage reverse. Um, he eventually got <laughs> he was going. just bashing the wall. Uh, basically, yeah, he was constantly trying to engage reverse and just kept driving forwards. Um, he eventually got uh, got going four laps down after being towed out of the wall by a tow truck. Uh, Grosjean showed everyone what he was made of by passing willpower, but uh, power knocked him no! into the wall. And, and Grosjean did manage to complete the move, but clearly had a steering issue as a result, and then his pace was uh, heavily affected for the rest of the race. Uh, Ray Hall and Rossi collided, and Rossi on coal tires got a puncher. They both went into the barrier, similar to uh, similar to Jimmy Johnson, but they were both able to reverse out within 10 minutes, unlike Jimmy Johnson. The Mazapan of IndyCar Jimmy Johnson did more to damage his legacy by spinning in a straight line on cold tyres and had to spin it round again just to get back going again, and went another lap down. So, with 25 laps to go, once again, Herter's lead had been evaporated by another pace car. This time, though, Newgarden now in second, and on reds had a stronger pace and a strong advantage over Colton Herter. Another yellow from Ed Jones, driving like a complete nonce, and another successful defence from Herter. Uh, nonce is such a great word. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Americans won't get it. Uh, so, New- Newgarden pushed him hard, desperately trying to get past and make it three in a row at St. Pete's, but Herter kept it smooth and managed to even pull out a small gap towards the end. He won from Newgarden with pace Pagano finishing up the podium in third. So yeah, St. Petersburg. Uh, it's not really. Is great that for a Arizona proper track? Team. Is that that's not proper track? No, it? no, it's street it? street track. Um, no, it's 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 not a uh, it's not a permanent racetrack. But there's not many permanent racetracks on the IndyCar calendar anyway. But so we had uh, Colton Herter winning, Newgarden second, Pagano third. Jack Harvey started second, had a good run, um, held on. Uh, fourth, Scott Dixon recovered up to fifth. Uh, Taki Sato, despite like punting people off, uh, finished in sixth. Marcus Ericsson good run to seventh. That's two good runs for him. Uh, Will Power finished up eighth. Rinus Vico ninth, and Sebastian Bordi rounded up the top ten. So in the end, how far down was Jimmy Johnson? Five laps down. He did ninety-five laps. Yeah, Alex Rossi Night. was uh, finished two laps down as well. He had a, he had another one to forget. And Pato oh, really? Ward finished 19th in the end. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Real shame. Obviously, because I'm just like massive McLaren Fosey. So, yeah. Um, great. I'm sure it was a great race. It was all right. It was okay. It's, um... So, I mean, how do you think Grosjean's coping on... Do you know what? He's, he's doing okay. He's, uh, he's, be- he's doing the best out of the rookies, which is good. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, Scott oh, yeah, I suppose he's a rookie. I don't yeah. forget that he's, not, you know... Well, Jimmy Johnson's a rookie and he's 45. <laughs> Welcome to IndyCar, where it but all becomes a bit Can old. you imagine, like, Lewis Hamilton going to... It's like a retirement fund, though. Can you imagine, like, Lewis Hamilton going to NASCAR in 10 years? That's what Jimmy Johnson's doing right now. Seven-time NASCAR champ, going into a formula that is completely different, and he is the oldest it's guy in the field. It's very different as well. Oh, I don't think he's the older. I think he's probably second oldest in the field. 
Um, yeah. But he's, um, yeah, he's not, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's an odd one, IndyCar. It's, uh, I I think it's really good. I really enjoy it. And I think if you if you powered through it, then I think you would probably enjoy it a bit more. But I know you've you've got limited time, and uh, it's... well, I was trying to I was trying to I was trying to sign up to the leagues, and for some reason I can't get into any league that I'm yes. signed up for. Yes, which I don't understand. Two with Darren, which I don't understand as to I can't even get into Darren's league. I even you know I'm signed up anyway, and we'll I can't get into Tino's it. one as well. Yeah, I need to either have yeah, a shout, go at... shout out to Tino Belly as well while we're here. Um, yeah. obviously uh, head of aerodynamic development at IndyCar. He was on our podcast a few weeks back. Go back and look at um, look at his episode. Uh, what something like episode 41, 42, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, he's a really interesting guy. He's invited us to be in his in his league. It's got all kinds of uh, big people from IndyCar in it. So uh, <laughs> that's I, Tom and me. Yeah. Hi guys. Yeah. Yeah, um, I called my team Monkey Sport Motorsport Podcast just to like get some extra. I just called my I just called my team Monkey Seat. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you might want to change that because mine's already called Monkey Seat. <laughs> it's not. No, you can't be called Monkey Seat. They can't have the same team name, can they? I don't see why not. My, my team oh, yeah, in um, called Monkey Seat Motorsport. I, I can't remember what I called it now. But my team, right. my team in Darren's league is called Helmet Marco's Glass Eye. <laughs> I wish I knew what that means. Helmet Marco has a glass eye. Does he? Yeah. That's I why never he... knew that. Yeah. For, but from what? Or just because he's just... Because he was in Formula 1 and there was an accident, a bit of debris hit him in the face and he lost his eye. I never knew that. Yeah. I knew I knew who he is, but yeah. I didn't realise. Um, there we go. But yeah. Nothing nothing like taking the piss out of the, out of the disabled and... <laughs> well, yeah. Half yeah. blind. Yeah. To, does he get counted as blind? Well, maybe he be, can have a disabled car like I used to do. He'd be partially sighted, wouldn't he? I know. Do you remember the old days when I had my hearing aids? Yeah. Yeah, I had hearing aids, everyone. Yeah. Carl was registered disabled. I know. I and, and now I'm fixed. I'm married. I'm married. You grew my wife, out of it. Fixed. You like grew new ears. Yeah, I, I seemed to grew new ears. And you grew also a new gr- stomach because I it was celiac. Yeah. And what else did I grow? I've grown out my glasses. Unfortunately, they're getting worse. Yeah. And, 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 and unfortunately, you... I've grown out my hair. Look, this is what happens. That you can never see. Oh, your Gorbachev. My Gorbachev, you can never see. And then I met Tom, and and I was always taking the piss out of Tom for his hair going back. And Tom actually had a haircut. I'm not allowed haircuts. We're not allowed haircuts in Ireland yet. Mm. We're gutted. I, I can't actually go yeah. out and have a haircut. So have you actually got less hair than me now, like hairline-wise? You look, look how far it's gone back. Yeah, but if you if you were to shave it short, how how thin would it be? Because mine is very thin on top. Oh yeah, look 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 at my top. I don't know if you can see that. Oh yeah, wow go. wow. Yeah, yeah. that's We've that's got what happens. Proper happened. ball patch going. That's what ha- means having three kids. <laughs> well, I didn't used to have grey hair until I started working in Basingstoke. <laughs> yeah, but going but going grey is better than going bald. Oh yeah, I'd actually, love to have been a start- silver. A silver Yeah, fox. people have started calling me a silver fox now, which is quite cool. I actually quite like that. That that actually the best the best silver fox is our friend Andrew. And I oh, remember yes. he, he he wasn't a silver fox for a long time because he no. was trying to deny it. And he's oh, so much he, he looks so much better yeah. being a silver fox. He looks great. Shout and out to like, Andrew. Yes, there we go. Come Again, on. one of our third buddies. Yeah. Um and um anyway, um 
Are we just filling in time, or is there anything else? No, to talk no. About? I mean, I, I, this is a difficult thing. It's like because I'm not a, an expert in indie, I'm going to try and get more experts to come on with IndyCar. If it's just me and Car hasn't watched it, then I could just sit here and talk about IndyCar and say a load of names that makes Car feel. So really if you know and, someone, yeah, well, I've um, I've got a couple of people that we can lean on, but it's very difficult. I don't want to get like three people on for each podcast when we've got Charlie on as well. So it's difficult, but yeah, I think I'll probably try and get someone to come on more for IndyCar episodes because I yeah. want to. We, you know, we do. We've got, I think, thirty percent of our audience at the moment is American, and I want to make sure that I do your series. And it's sort of like, I d- like, and it's my fault because I don't watch it because trying to watch Formula E, Extreme E, and Formula One is hard enough for me. Bearing in mind, l- this time last year, I, we, I mean, we're a year old now, are we? We're getting we on for it, yeah. Um, so we're not even a year old yet. But, like, I never watched any races. I barely watched them with Tom when I lived with him. And he had them on all the time. Um, so I think I'm doing quite well. You are doing really well. every single Formula fair. 1 game, yeah. r- race. This year I've watched every single Formula E race. Yeah, you've done well. And I've watched every single Extreme so far. That's not bad. And I watched the Indy 500 last year. You did, yeah. So there, I mean, that's not bad yeah. for so- someone... That what I will isn't... say, our, our lovely American listeners, uh, get in touch with us and like send us your send us your hot takes. If you want to do as a race review, uh, send us a two minute race review as a, as an audio file over on monkeyseatpodcast at gmail.com. We auditioning people now, uh, and then I'll I'll uh, I'll either read out your race review if you want to send it written, or if you want to record an audio file and send it to us, I'll play your race review out and then credit you in it, and then. Uh, we want to get you guys involved more because, as I say, this is this. I want this to be a, a medium for for you guys and girls to to get involved with the sport you love. We're we're broadcast media, uh, but equally we don't have any broadcast experts. media. We sound like a we, bit more. I was... We don't have any experts on IndyCar with us here. I mean, I one thing I did notice, like um, just just something that I've noticed. This is a lot where a lot of my takes will come from IndyCar. Is that it will be me comparing it to other formulas that I know more about. And what I noticed, I saw four or five times in IndyCar at the weekend, somebody would hit someone and their front wing stayed completely in place. And it's like there were some pretty heavy hits in there. Those wings are made of strong stuff. I don't know if they. If, I mean, I'm assuming they're just thicker carbon fiber, but they are strong. It's like you know in um, in. Formula E when you see cars hitting each other and I think you commented on it saying oh well, the wings made a different stuff because they don't seem to shatter as much actually it might have been Emily that said that I think it was no, Emily I actually I oh, did you? oh did you say it? okay but uh, I think she said something similar no. um, but yeah it's the same thing I thought I mean that was down to I think the uh, the speeds they're not going as fast obviously so the, the impact's not as high but no I, I commented more on it actually it was more the other way around I was commenting on the Formula 1 on the basis that it's that, that any time anything smart touches that those cars, there is thousands of pieces over yeah. the track. Compared to there's a smash on the F, F Formula E, everything stops because we have to do a safety car no matter who gets touched. Mm-hmm. And if it go if anyone gets beached, then we're we're absolutely screwed. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but they but, more than happily leave like sections of a wing sitting in the middle of the yeah. track. <laughs> I just don't get it at all. Um, but like, but those cars are, you know, they don't just self-destruct as much. I don't know whether Formula E is designed to self-destruct or is it buy cheap, buy twice? I don't quite know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know about that Formula 1. Uh, well, I, you know, ironically, Formula E and Indy, I wonder if they have paid out more and designed them to be stronger purely so they don't 
smash and they don't have to keep repairing the same thing over and over again because you know it's i think formula car one cars are very much designed like modern cars like if you smashed the front of my volvo it would just crumple into a thousand pieces mm. you know it's a bit like or the safety glass that crumples into a thousand pieces on windows in the car yeah um and I do wonder if it's a bit like that, that it's safer to take that impact of the speeds they're going. Well, in theory, the IndyCars are going slower. And oh, they are. are they're going slower. good four or five seconds slower. You know, the and the Formula E's are going definitely slower. Yeah. So I wonder if there's not as much energy yeah, that needs to be taken out. Yeah. Um, or whether it's just impacted in a different way. Mm. Um, if I, I know the person that can tell me is Tino. So Tino, let us know. Mm. what the difference is because that is sort of your world i'm guessing um and yeah. if not you'll know a man that can yeah um and that's the really geeky side of us that we're actually discussing yeah the creation you yeah. know that, that that's we Although try we what we haven't done is we haven't done driver and dick of the day oh go on then yeah so uh, i'm gonna give driver the day to colton her so i know it's boring because he's the winner but he genuinely was under a lot he was under a lot of pressure for that race and he was lights to flag i mean apart from the short spell in the pits uh he was uh he was excellent he did really really well uh and you know despite constantly losing his gaps that he was building um and then new garden coming at him on the reds at the end on the softest compound uh, uh, yeah, it's a solid, solid result and a good bounce back after being nerfed out in the first corner in the mm-hmm. last race. Um, and good, good comeback from New Garden as well. Uh, obviously from the first race as well. Dick of the day, it's got to be Jimmy Johnson because it's, Jimmy Johnson. It's five it's got laps, such a stupid name. Five, as well. Yeah, I love the fact that on my notes here, I've just got down Dick Johnson. <laughs> 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 oh dear. So I'm pretty sure that uh, that. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is going to be dick of the day quite a few times this year. He seems to not even be on the pace at all. It's yeah. such a shame. It's just damaging his legacy. Can you imagine, like, as I say, Michael Schumacher, uh, Michael Schumacher in an uncompetitive Mercedes? Yeah, okay, we can. Uh, but no, it's not. It's worse than that. You know, it's... no, no. We've, we've got Michael Schumacher in an uncompetitive Ferrari, haven't we? Um, Although that's Mick Schumacher in that's an Mick Schumacher in a hat, yeah, <laughs> Rather, which is an uncompetitive Ferrari. Isn't it? It's a Ferrari. Well, engine. it's got a Ferrari engine, yeah. Yeah, but... it's uncompetitive Ferrari. Mm. It's exactly what that is. <laughs> Makes you make an uncompetitive Ferrari. Yeah. Like... yeah, so quick rundown of the standings. Despite uh, having a low points finish in the first race, Colton Herter leads on 62 points. Uh, Simon Pagano, uh, Mr. Consistency for two races, if you can call that consistency. Uh, he's up there at second of 54. Sebastian Bourdais, good return to the series, up there at 51 points. Was Jack he Harvey. in Formula 1? Or did he I was, yeah, he's Red Bull. Re- he was ex-Red Bull. Because there was a time when uh, Red Bull only hired people with uh, Sebastian in the name. Sebastian Bourdais, Sebastian Bohemian, Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> and then Jack Harvey, fourth. And that Sebastian's the most middle-class yeah. name, isn't it, as well? So that, what they've done is gone, oh, there's a middle-class rich kid. He'll do. Yeah. But on that note... Oh, he's entering. I've just got a text from him. Here we go. Is he here? Welcome to the live stream, Mr. Charlie Horn. He's not here. Oh, there he is. Charlie, don't swear. Don't swear, Charlie. Charlie, don't swear. Don't oh, swear. Charlie, don't swear. Don't swear. Charlie. Hello. 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 Yes, we've got Hey, there's his Scottish tones. 
Good to see you, mate. Right, so as I say, we are live on we are live on YouTube now. We've just done the the IndyCar review, if you can call it a review, because we don't know enough about IndyCar to give it a proper review. But but there we go. But hopefully, um, someone knows a bit more about Formula E, and we actually yeah. watched the, the, the these two races. Yeah, so at least we at least we can talk about it. Uh, and you may notice as well, uh, we are now sponsored by Manscaped. Uh, so uh, that's uh, for a month anyway. So uh, for a month, we'll see what happens. You can get twenty percent off Manscaped from. Uh, uh, by using the code monkey at checkout. Charlie's Sorry. not old enough, is he? Uh, what? <laughs> how are you, Charlie? <laughs> uh, I'm good, how are you? Good, yeah, good. Did you it's enjoy nice I can hear you this week. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> All the equipment and no, and no idea. You know, yeah. back to the gaming headphones. Yeah. yeah. Where's, your green screen? Where's your green screen this week? Oh, I'm at my mum's house this week, so uh, okay. sadly just, just playing wall this week. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Fair enough. That's cool. Cool. So um, you enjoy the racing of the weekend? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, the first one was shocking. Uh, <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> that would be a lot <laughs> it was quite funny because all three of us watched at separate times. Yeah, yeah. And then Tom's first message was, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Uh, Charlie was, oh, for essays. And mine was like, what the actual F? Um, yeah, I bet they were like four hours apart from each other. It was yeah. quite funny. Just like as it trickled down i have never seen that before that was what crazy. the right we're late yeah. we'll talk about that later yeah because we'll after the race review so uh, before before we start there was uh obviously we're, we're at valencia which is a permanent race circuit yeah um, yeah but then they might as well not been because they put loads of random chicanes and bits in which made no sense to me whatsoever I mean, that was possibly the worst track I've ever seen. It was like a blind man has attempted, has gone onto a track and just gone, I'm just going to park a big block of wall here. That's a good idea. Straight on the pit entrance. Oh, and we're going to, we're going to do an instant right angle hit, right angle turn here. Oh, and another right angle turn with no space for cornering or anything. So, and then just a big pit the other side of it. I mean, it was like amateur hour, whoever designed that track. Anyway, I'm sure there's reasons. And this week's rant is uh, from Carl. It's sponsored by Sponsors for Racing. I definitely, <laughs> he's gonna Sponsors for Racing are going to be sponsoring all of your rants. I think. Oh really? I didn't even know that. There we yeah, go. Well, I've, I've every time you started. have a rant now, I'm going to plug Sponsors for Racing. Okay. So there we go. If you've there. got some spare money to throw at some kids in motorsport, then throw it on Sponsors for Racing. Sponsorsforracing.com. There we go. But like, yeah. what is going on? Like, I, that track, Charlie. What's going on with that track? Why did they just not have a normal race track? Yeah, it's just because um, it's been talked about a lot, but it's because formerly cars aren't built to handle long straights like we saw at the track. So they do you usually tend to spice it up with a chicane or something like that. <laughs> In yeah, the pit just, lane. Yeah. On the pit <laughs> I, I did think it was a bit strange, yeah. I did <laughs> that was, was just such a random... And it was straight after a corner as well. So I couldn't even quite get why that was there, that chicane. It didn't really... Yeah, it wasn't like it they were splitting up the, the straight. It just was like, oh... It just just gave the, uh, yeah, exactly. the safety car something to go around as well. Um, which also, it didn't about. strike me as much of a an overtaking opportunity or anything. You know, it didn't seem like it spiced up the race at all. So yeah, I, I, I didn't I get it at all. Like mm. as a track, that was caused, possible. It caused I'd rather a lot than of be incidents. in town. Yeah, I'd rather than being town. It didn't. That it made no difference. It made no sense that track at all. Without using it as a frog track and just this putting was a load one of the of questions random. I'm going to ask, I was going to ask you both later on. So we'll, uh, I think if we okay. move on, we have, you got, have you got race reviews? I do, indeed. Fantastic. No timer. So in your own time. Off okay. We're we doing race one and then talking about it and then race two and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was, cool. I've done it separately. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. 
Right. So uh, after yet another safety car start, the action <laughs> got underway for round five in Valencia. Uh, the cars hadn't even made it round one lap when Lotter had already taken Boemi out of the race. And this caused the safety car to come out as his car was cleared off the track. Further hairy moments in the wet followed as uh, De Costa managed, well, attempted anyway, to hold off De Vries, Gunter, and Lind behind. A further three safety cars were deployed to respond to various incidents caused by the wet track. And throughout all of this, De Costa did manage to hold his rhythm and hold on to P1. However, as the final safety car pulled into the pits and the energy reduction was applied, the extent of a massive field-wide miscalculation was revealed oh. by nine drivers ending up classified, giving De Vries the win, Muller P2, and Van Dorn P3. Right. I mean, Miller went from back to front. I don't know how yeah. he managed that. Yeah, was yeah. it Miller or Van Dorn? One of them. Miller. From back. Uh, Van Dorn started at the back. Of yeah. Miller, yeah. Um, I just don't like... <sighs> Go on, Tom, because I know you're going to have the more of the rant on this one. So... After the race in Diria, which is obviously the first Formula E race that I'd watched properly, I said, why do they reduce the energy after the safety car? Why don't they just like let them race harder? Um, and this is why. This is why you should make them race harder. It'd be so much better. Because like, if they just went straight out on track, flat out and raced, they would be out of battery in 30 minutes. So they're constantly energy saving. So if you're more efficient with your energy in the early stages of the race, and then there's a safety car... You can then use that energy as a as a way of benefiting later on in the race, like a strategic element to add. By just taking it away, it just seems so random. Because if you if you could use the energy that was there, it would have been really interesting because then everyone might have gone on the first or second safety car. And and they would have been right running out of energy anyway, which would have been interesting yeah. to see you can, that's you more can strategic. Use it. Yeah, you can Unlike then, like, this bunch of absolute melons. That decide to take it away. It's like, what is wrong with you? Like you and when we have five safety cars, it's like you, what you could do is you could, if you if you think, oh, this track is going to have lots of attrition, we're going to have lots of safety cars here. I'm going to like go hell for leather at the start and then run to the position where I know I'm not going to have enough energy to finish the race. But there will be two or three safety cars. I'm going to be running ten minutes of the race under safety car. I'll get that energy back. I bet, I bet many are, I bet many BMW mini are rubbing their hands together. Yeah, they're going to get so much like, product. Oh, no, we're, we're going around. I mean, I saw more of that bloody mini than I saw the actual, mm. and half the track, uh, the half the teams on the track. Oh, 19 minutes it was out there. Oh, 45. Yeah. 19 so minutes. it's nearly half the race. Yeah. That is insane, Mental. just going around in circles. So um, how do we fix it, Charlie? Come on, tell us. That's a tough one. I mean... See, Charlie was trying to, to, to save it last time. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's people... It's, Two camps, I think, people that will blame the FIA for this and people that will blame the teams for this because at the end of the day, you know, the energy was taken away by the FIA and it did result in most of the cars not having enough energy to finish the race. But, you know, some teams did play it fine and did calculate enough energy to finish the race. So you have to, first of all, decide who you think was at fault for, you know, half the grid running out of energy. And that's and a has very, been... very good point. And has it, that... it's... Has oh, that... You go, Paul. Has there been any ramifications in the sense of teams trying to argue it, to argue oh, the toss? I'm sure there will have been um, privately with the FA. I'm sure. You know, but it's not been announced. Team boss, will, you know. not that not... I've seen. I'm sure every single team boss will have been to the to the stewards' room. Apart from the Merck one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to like, demand, yeah, okay. uh, 
an explanation, but not that yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Yeah, it's. It's an interesting. It's an interesting thing because, like, you've got the Mercedes team played a blinder on it. To be honest, um, and both cars did get to the end there, and so it shows that they did manage their energy properly. But to have, like, as you say, nine cars not classified. I mean, there were cars that ran that were basically on like 0.1 percent energy at the start of the last lap. It's like that's never going to work. Exactly. So I just it just well, it was a bit weird that last lap as well. And I don't know I don't know whether DeCosta screwed himself over as well because he was going really slow, and whether that was using more I can work out whether that was using more energy or whether he knew he was going or whether he knew he hadn't got enough energy. So that's why he was going around the line because they were talking about the commentators who seemingly had no idea. I mean, why Karen Jones? Chandrock was there. I literally have no idea. Um, he's useless on the F1, Sky F1, let alone on Formula E. Um, and he knows nothing about Formula E. The man literally admits to knowing nothing about Formula E. He has raced even, in Formula even e, though he but, was raced in Formula E. I mean, but he still had no idea. He admitted at one point. Know, he turned around to the presenter and was like, oh, is that something that happens? I had, um, I, I heard someone say once, um, it was on social media somewhere, they said um, never has somebody who has had such a such a poor racing career managed to create such a post career. Like, because he's had like he's he's commentated for like BBC, Channel Four, Sky, mm-hmm. uh, on Formula One, and now he's doing like lead commentary for Formula E. And it's like it's like the guy has done like eight races in Formula One, and he was terrible. At least Paul Deresta had actually raced and done a load of stuff. Yeah, you know. but he's like, like even look at Dario Franchitti. Though. He's never raced in Formula E. Well, not to my knowledge, I don't think he has because he's oh, retired. Yeah. No. No. Um, so, but he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did, well, Murray Walker Chandor didn't ever. Chandock doesn't seem to have a clue. Or did Murray Walker ever race in Formula 1? I think he did at one point. No, no, he, he drove an F1 car. He drove a McLaren yeah, yeah. in... He got uh, to drive in, one, yeah. Yeah, he drove, he drove a McLaren in like, what was it, like 90... 90- Two or something, I think. Oh, yeah, it's right. J- James Hunt. No, it's James Hunt in '86, I think it was. Some sometime around there before Senna was oh. there. So he drove a McLaren. Um, there we go. But uh, um, yeah, he never raced. He used to race bikes. Okay. Oh, that's what he raced. So why, 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 why on a permanent track, even with ro- random roadblocks, did they start behind the safety car when it's a bit damp and they're wearing all-weather tires? Yeah, I think it's same comes down to the same thing we said last week about the instant torque from the motor. I imagine that's the only reason that it, the only thing it comes down to just the sheer acceleration that it has on the wet. I imagine has potential to create. So that's why they started off I just to slowly build everything yeah, up, build the race up. Because I yeah, mean, other than that, I can't see. What the other thing that I don't get, the other thing that I don't get is why do they start three paces back? And uh, then just move to give forward? them time to. Warm up the tires. Uh, just they set up the I mean, car on the grid. So instead of doing a formation lap, they just do like they just get a chance to spin up the tires just to get some heat in. Oh, I, d- I never actually noticed that before. Oh, yeah, right, they yeah. start like three three yeah, sets back couple, and then yeah, yeah, a couple of rows back and then they just yeah. you know they set up the car. You know they work on the car and everything. And they get into the car a few grid places back and then they just you know spin up the tires as they go up to their grid spot. Hmm. There you go. There you go. You learn something new every day. Um. But yeah, it was just a bit of a random, like a random finish. Um, I don't know who, who would. I mean, who, who? Um, are we doing Dick and Driver of the Day? Oh yeah, now? absolutely. I yeah. mean, we, we, we do, do the that. race. I, yeah, 
I I just want to speak about like talk about Mercedes a, a bit more as well because like I say Mercedes I said last time like if if it weren't for the fact that they were so crap they would be brilliant because like they constantly screwing themselves and I I had in my notes for the start of the race oh look they screwed themselves again De Vries with a five place grid drop and Van Dorn starting at the back due to a clerical error and then they end up one three what was the clerical error they never said it's okay. something to do with tires I think he like yeah, used a wrong... different tire. Basically, it was like one. They had to type in the number of the tire set. They were like one digit off or something like that. Something so crazy. So he ended like up starting at the back because of that. Jesus. Like, but this comes back to my point on Formula One. Mercedes have no idea what they're doing in the pits. <laughs> maybe it's the same Formula E. They yeah. literally are the most useless. Maybe the pit crew run the same yeah, EQ. Maybe it's the same thing. It's just they have literally no idea what's going on oh, at wow. all at all. Like. What is going on there? Um, like Merckx were, I mean, but somehow they pulled it back. Um, yeah. I mean, it's oh. it's a hard one to try and. I mean, where would it, I mean he would have De Vries would have ended up in fourth, fifth, if they hadn't. I mean, he did have a good race. No, De Vries was running second. If uh... yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He, oh, was so, he was pushing for the win, but just managing yeah, yeah. his energy better, wasn't he? Yeah. So that no, oh, it was it was second. See that far forward. Yeah. Um, so he obviously, I mean, they've obviously got some good drivers or oh, good yeah, yeah. planners. De Vries and Van Dorn are very capable drivers. Um, but then with, De I mean, even though they were cutting the power a lot, De Costa seemed to be flying away from the DS to Cheetah team um, a lot. This and this. And I wonder what his power saving system was or what he was planning on doing. Because I don't think he would have even finished even without the safety cards. I don't know. Uh, I, I think he would have finished, but I I think like the the commentators were saying during the race, I think De Vries had that win in the bag probably anyway because yeah, like you said, De Costa was a bit down in energy. He would have had to go a lot slower than yeah. De Vries, who was could have pretty much gone fly out on the final lap. Yeah, yeah. I think he had uh, he had about sort of two or three percent more, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. At, at some point. So yeah, that was interesting. But yeah, so if we move on to race two, then um, give us a uh, give us a race two review. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So we finally had a grid start for round six. Um, and an unusual starting order led to lots of action heading down into turn one, including the Neos, who were actually fighting pretty high up for the first couple of laps anyway. Uh, Jake Dennis was sitting on his first pole position, and none of the championship contenders were qualified in the top 10. Uh, Vern himself began a strong charge up the order. And further back, the Mercedes and Envision cars worked together to move up. Jaguar, however, couldn't quite manage such a charge. We'll have had a bad week. And although uh, Evans did make it to P10, he dropped like a stone in the closing stages for some unknown reason. Uh, Van Dorn also suffered a race-ending collision in the final stages. And a well-managed race kept the pole man Dennis in P1 at the flag to take his first win, with Lotter and Lynn running off the podium. I mean, compared to the other race, this was possibly the most boring race I've seen. Yeah, this was not a great one, I've got to say. <laughs> it was dry. It was on a non big. It was on a big track where they did have a bit of room to move off, and it was just a bit. It was a bit dull. It was a bit dull. Um, it made me laugh. I mean, well, well done for Dennis, though, for getting yeah. that. Yeah, it made me laugh before the race. They were talking about um, how 
being in first is not where you need to be. You need to like people are going to be letting exactly. people go past them, like to save fuel because you're running up front. And and Chandok was comparing it to bloody cycling, and I'm just like, seriously, you're comparing it to cycling? It's it is. No, no, as a I understand the concept. Myself, it is it is the same thing. Right, well, I understand the concept behind the peloton. <laughs> I mean, that's like... what we're going to have to start calling it now, the peloton, aren't we? When they all sit behind each other going nowhere fast while they wait for the person in front to drag everyone forward. Um, it just... But um, I, I just want to have one last rant about Chandok because um, his... <laughs> His commentary. Your tick of the day? His, yeah, I think he will. I hadn't actually thought about that, but I think he probably Ooh. will be. But uh, you've got uh, actually, I'm not sure we can look past the whole energy thing. But anyway, we'll <laughs> we'll we'll discuss that in a minute. We'll argue about it. Um, like during the qualifying, he was saying, I forget which two drivers it was now, but there were two drivers going for pole in the first race. Uh, I think it was the first race, and they were. He was saying, "Oh, this this uh, this lap, um, this lap is is." Yeah, it, it's not a pole lap. It was Van Dorn when Van Dorn got pole. He was saying, oh, this isn't a pole lap from Van Dorn. It's too scruffy. And like he was like slightly down on the first sector. And as soon as he was down on the first sector, he was saying, oh, yeah, he's uh, he's um, it's a scruffy lap. He's, he's no good and all this stuff. And then then he uh, he started um, the second sector. He'd like got it up to back level again or just slightly behind. And then, he, and then he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, mid sector was better, but no, this is this this is this is a scruffy lap, and oh, he's trying too hard." And then he put it on pole. And then, like, who was it who was going for second? I can't remember who it was now. But then he was going around. He said, "Oh, this is much tidier. This is looking great." And he was nowhere near Van Dorn's time. And then, yeah, he's just like, "Oh yeah, this this should be pole." Nope, nope, it wasn't. Just like, you don't know what you're talking about. I know, like, um, Dario was away racing in America. He's doing something in America, so. That's why he wasn't there, but yeah. it's just like... Uh, is, it, was there Did you miss his Scottish tones? Was it really better? <laughs> Isn't he Scottish? There he is Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he is Scottish. Because yeah. yeah. him, and, him and Coulthard had that argument over the helmet, didn't they? Don't know if you know about that. Because they, they've got similar crash helmet designs. Uh, they got the, the Scottish flag on the top. And uh, him and him and Coulthard had arguments because they both have, obviously, like pretty much exactly the same helmet design. So, but yeah. <laughs> A little bit of it. Very, very uninteresting good. trivia there. Um, okay, um, so who was your driver of the day? You want to go first, Charlie? Uh, I'm going to say DeVries. Give it to DeVries. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drove a strong race, yeah. I'm going to give it to um, purely because he got cheated out of it, in my opinion, to Costa. I mean, okay. it was a great race from the very beginning on that one. Okay, he didn't do as well in the second race, but... You know, I think he was still... How, he was cheated out of it. How did Van Dorn do in the second race? Because based on the first race, you know, put it on pole and then got disqualified for no point, point you know, no issue of his own yeah. and then still getting onto the podium. That would make him driving the day for me for the first race. Where did he finish in the second race again? I can't uh, remember. He DNF'd, he crashed. Oh, you DNF'd, uh, didn't he? Was it his fault? <laughs> it was Bohemi. On, he was on the inside of Bohemi. And, uh, oh, could, Bohemi yeah, again. Yeah, is, he just crashed, right is he playing Crash Derby in there? You could see it coming from a while off. It's like, oh no, he's gonna crash, and sure enough. So right. was it? Sorry, was it Boemi that crashed into Van Dorn or Van Dorn? Um, they were both fighting, going uh, side by side. Van Dorn on the inside into, you know, just after the attack mode activation zone, there was a bit that cut across where the normal track was. Yeah, yeah. It was just after that bit, and then they, ah, okay. like, turned ten. I think it would have been, and then right. they came together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still his fault. Okay. Fine. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know then. Um, I kind of want to give it to Jake Dennis for race two. 
Yeah, but, fair play on that one. Yeah. I don't think... Is there a unanimous one, though, that we can all agree on? No. There's no one that's obvious that's had no. the whole weekend. Yeah. I think um, if uh, if we're looking for... Uh, if we have to go for... The safety the, car, because it was out the most. No. It led the most laps. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I tell you what, if it's, if it's a tie between all three of us, then Charlie decides, as he's the expert. There we go. New rules I mean, being made up as we go along. <laughs> I mean, I think for the fir- definitely for the first race. I mean, De Vries was exceptional. I mean, in the second race, I think he worked really well with Van Dorn to charge through the order. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really good, but you know, it's up Let's to all of us. I don't mind. Let's go with that. Yeah, go with, go with that, that makes sense. I mean, he did win the first race, so. Yeah, and did well in the second race. Yeah. So yeah, he won the fine. first race. He had the good pace, and he kept the energy as well. That was yeah, and rare. he played a yeah. decent race in that one. Exactly. I can't um, spell Devries, but apart from that, we're doing all right. D E V R I E S. That's how I call it. It just doesn't look right. Uh, it never looks right. No. Ooh. Anyway, dick of the day. The safety car, Karen Chandok, or the safety car slash. Are we really doing an FIA again? Mm. <laughs> like um, the roadblocks for me. Lotterer? Lotterer? Yeah, Lotterer. Well, yeah, in the first race anyway, he smashed into Boemi and took him out, didn't he? Mm. Second race, he was on the podium, though. Yeah, so probably can't make it him. No. Needs to be someone who's a consistent dick all weekend. There's no one that. No one was driving like a dick. Because no one really got no. the chance to drive like a dick. Hmm. You were either off crashing or you were just driving behind your behind the person in front. There was no real there was no real options to be a dick either. Hmm. Like because you because you were either you had enough space where you could get around them because you could go off slightly off track, or you were in tight little corners where you couldn't do anything anyway. Like there didn't seem to be that many overtaking possibilities to be, you know, stupid and hmm. dickish. So I reckon it is back to our old favourite, the FIA, or the Valencia track full stop. Well, again, like there wasn't really any issues in a second race, was there? No. So I think it's it'd tough. be a bit harsh. Yeah, it's tough. Hmm. I know, but the track is just shit. <laughs> that's, a, that's my opinion on it. I can't believe how hard this one is. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. This is the hardest dick of the year. Yeah. Because no one was really a dick. Like, yeah. there didn't seem to be anyone that you just went, oh, why did they hell they do that? Well, you know what that means then? It's got to be Karen Chandock, surely. He was a consistent dick <laughs> yeah, all weekend. That's true, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Karen Chandock. I can't believe he actually managed that. Excellent. Karen Chandock. Well, just a bit now. So, um, did you happen to watch the IndyCar of the weekend, Charlie? Uh, no, sorry. You know, that's fine. I didn't. Don't worry. I didn't either. Don't worry. <laughs> So we need to decide between Nick DeVries or Colton Herser for driver of the day. DeVries. Weekend. Yeah, go for DeVries. Uh, and, and Chandok, let's be honest. Yeah, oh, I'll stick with it because then it's Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> just because Jimmy Johnson was just rubbish. So, yeah. No, that's fine. We'll go, go with that. We'll stick. So Formula E, get a clean sweep for this weekend. <laughs> um, right. So, Should we do um, the predictions for. Uh, no, no, no. There's still some oh. things I think we can oh, talk about. Oh, oh, oh. Go on. I've got something else. I was just going to say, so um, do we think that Formula E is right for circuit racing? It is, but they don't just make it a circuit instead of 
adding bloody roadblocks into it. Um, but no, it doesn't. It's not as exciting. It weirdly yeah. got really boring because yeah. you didn't have walls to smash into, and they could run off. And like the amount of time, I mean, they ran into the gravel. They either beached themselves in the gravel because they're not used to it, or they just carried on driving and just went miles out. It was just like. I just no, it doesn't. Mm. Just keep yeah. it in the cities. If that was the whole point of it, was to be a city exactly. race circuit, and oh, that was the thing about Formula E in the city because it's green, you mm. know, exactly, or on strange tracks. I mean, to be honest, yes, make it make Formula E on race tracks. I don't mind, but you've got to put up all the walls and make it interesting, not just by putting roadblocks in. It, yeah, if you ask any. You know, whenever team principals or drivers or anything to formally is interviewed, they're always asked, you know, would the series be better on a permanent racing circuit? And they always say, hell no, the cars aren't cars aren't designed to be raced on, you know, big circuits with big straights and everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it turns out that's true. Um, You know, it's just not as much fun. It's so it was always a proper circuit. And actually. All the action happened in the tight twisty bits, didn't it? Exactly. It turned out to be pretty disappointing. I thought this yeah, would be a fantastic the, race. But the second race was so boring, purely because there was nothing really going on. And even the presenters were trying to make it sound exciting, and I lost the will on it. You know, mm-hmm. And the, the only reason the first race was exciting was A, the power, the, the crazy power edge. Exactly. Yeah. And, be the the fact there, and the rain. Yeah. And, and they were just trying to get used to it. But it was just a bit like... <sighs> Like, it was one of those ones. Um, I really just didn't quite get it. I just, I think it, oh, hello. Ooh, um, hello. Sorry. <laughs> I, moved my, I moved my laptop forward and I was like, oh, um, I don't know why I did that. Um, but yeah, I just don't get it at all. Um, it should stay on the city. That's where it's best placed and that's where it should stay. So ne- next up then is Monaco, isn't it? As needs, yeah. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be fun. In the principal into the principality as they're saying yeah, who, who is for, that, that was someone, one track. Dennis or someone so there's still um, no still no word on whether it's going to be cancelled or not so I'm reckon that's that's pretty that's looking pretty strong that it's actually going to I happen I hope so then. yeah I hope so and who knows they'll probably end up with fans because rules don't apply to rich people so uh, we'll probably end <laughs> well, up with to be fans. honest like it's hard to sit to deal with that anyway because a lot of the the and there might stand stadiums might not be empty but all the houses nearby are going to be packed aren't they yeah and there'll be rich people on the yachts and yeah kind of stuff and so yeah it's not as if so it'd be interesting i think it'd be you know it'd be interesting to see them on a formula one track in the town as well better to see the direct comparison between formula one and 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 what are are they going to put any more roadblocks in this time uh, not from what I've seen. No, I think, okay. I think isn't just Sandovot's Sandovot's Sandovot Sandovot chicane different. taken out. Yeah, it's just more of a. So they've actually taken out outer chicane instead of putting one in. <laughs> exactly. It's so just, just more of a sweeping. Where's that right? chicane? Is that down by the? It's on the pit exit. Yeah. You know, oh, at no, the no, moment no. they yeah. got they got the pit yeah. exit and they got a chicane in there to yeah. to allow the cars to feed in. So are they uh, are they just gonna let them crash? Oh, because there's no pit stops. No, there's no pit stops. Yeah, there's no pit stops. So okay, yeah. They don't need to worry about it as much. Might actually see some overtaking on the on the way up the hill then. Yeah, you could actually because that's a lovely bend, isn't it? That goes yeah. up left hand. Quite narrow, but the cars are nice and narrow, so they should be able to go side by side up there. But yeah. then they get to the top and then they turn right and go down the hill again. Yeah. Don't they? they turn left, but yeah, if they turn right, they'll uh, kind of go into the. They go right, don't they? No, they turn left. 
They go, they turn right at Sandefort, go up the hill, bear to the left, and they got a hard left, hard right. Uh, Maybe it's that then, hard right, and then they go down to the. And then they go down the hill into downhill. what was the Lowe's hairpin, and then back round, uh, a hard double right hander into the tunnel, down to the swimming pool, yeah. quick left right, sweep round to the left, and then quick right left, and then it's the Raskas double right hander into the start finish straight. Not that I know that track. But... Someone doesn't know that track. <laughs> Weirdly, that's I've, the only track I've raced I've that track around. far too much on Formula One racing. See, that's games. what I was trying yep, to think of. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It's a hurry track. I can never do it. I love I racing it. it. I love racing it. Although I hate it when podcasts uh, try and relate like iRacing and video games to the real thing because it's not the real thing. No. So we're not doing that on this podcast. No. I refuse <laughs> to do it on this podcast. That's the, the only. Well, we're the not going relevance... to join some e-racing. Yeah. Championship. Yeah. Come and join the Monkey Seat E Racing League. And then we'll oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And you know we'll... what? I was looking at the chairs and the the, the systems with the, the big screens that go around. Uh, having like, just said we're not going to talk about video games, have you got a, a rig, Charlie? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, my dad. Why? Of course you do. Pedals and everything. Up. Uh, you oh, have got, one, don't you? I've talk? got it. Yeah, I've got it. I've got one. I haven't, I haven't actually seen it yet. Then. I haven't actually seen it. I sent you a video of it. No, you did. Yeah, I sent you a video of it when we were all playing it on my birthday last year, and you were like, "Ha, you're not here." Oh, thanks. Because you're um, locked down in Ireland. Next time, next time I'm over for your wedding, I'll definitely try it out. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to convince the missus that we probably need one in our, um, in our um, oh, snug, or the library. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah. We've got too many rooms in our new, ex- in our, we've got we're building new. a new house. We've got too, too many rooms. First world problems. I've got too many rooms. <laughs> I've got. Too, well, we were going to have it as an office, but then I got a sea container and stuck loads and and. Uh, did all that and i was like this will make a great office i want this to be my office and it's away from the kids and it'd be great so now we have a room that was meant to be the office that's now not the office so we i've decided i'm going to call it the library right do you have any books in there or is it just being called that (laughs) i think i i don't know i I need to either buy those fake random books or to or actually buy round or buy loads of random books but yeah i'm going to call it the library um, anyway, first world problems there. But I think really I should is. put a rig in there as well. Oh, or in the snug. Yeah. It's either one or the other. Cool. So are we, uh, have we got the have you got the standings to hand at all, Charlie? Uh two seconds, I've got my iPad right here, I'll just grab them. Cool. I think we should just got, run through the standings to see uh, I think see, we where, should. see where Jaguar are now. Awkward. Oh, start of the season, I think we we kind of we set our allegiances or who we thought was going to win. Obviously, Charlie was uh, was Jaguar. Carl, you were Diaz the cheater, and I, I was wasn't Mercedes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Don't be too smug there. Um, all right. Results. I'll do the driver standings first. We've got okay. So uh, P1, De Vries, fifty four. Sorry, fifty seven points. P2, Van Dorn, forty eight. Bird P3, 43. Uh, Frines P4, 43. So just by virtue of finishes, uh, Bird's got a win, obviously. Uh, P5, Evans, 39. Uh, P6, Rast, 39. P7, Vern, 33. Dennis, 8, 33. Mortara, 9, 32. Verlein, 10, 32. I can't believe Mortara's uh, still like ninth. He's like one that's really impressed me this year, and he's like he way has, back there yeah. in ninth. Uh, Miller 11th 30 uh, Roland 12th 27 Sims 13th 24th uh, DaCosta the fourth reigning champion DaCosta 14th yeah alright um, <laughs> yeah alright <laughs> I'm getting the hint uh, 
15 Lynn, 21, 16 Lotter, 18, 17 Cassidy, 15, 18 Turvey, 13, 19 Degrassi, 13, 20. <laughs> Degrassi. 20. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, 20 City Camera, 12. Uh, 21 Gunter, 12. 22 Bohemi, 11. 23 Nato, 11. And 24 Blomquist with 5. Uh so we've got um we've got some we've got a full calendar now, haven't we? Uh we're doing dudes. Yeah, yeah. All double headers apart from Monaco. So we've yeah. only got what is it, six six rounds, but with five double headers. Mm-hmm. So obviously we've had um oh no, sorry, seven, eight rounds, sorry. So we've had uh Diria and Rome, and obviously mm-hmm. we've had now Valencia. So next up mm-hmm. we've got Monaco, which is just the one, yep. but then it's it's not until the twentieth of June will be the next one. Uh, which is uh, Mexico. Is that right? It's ages away. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, so Monaco uh, on the 9th of May, and then it's the 20th of June. So, yeah, got a month off, basically, just over. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a doubleheader. And then we're up to New York City, Ypres, on 10th, uh, 10th and 11th of July. So another couple of weeks off there. Uh, and then we're on to the London Ypres on the 24th and 25th of July. And Are they doing we... it around the Nightingale again? Sorry, the XL. Uh, they haven't announced it yet, I don't think, have they? I, don't think so. I haven't no. seen an announcement on it. Because oh, that's where we... it was, wasn't it? That's where it was meant to be, yeah. And then we finish in Berlin with a doubleheader again on the 14th and 15th. Are they, do- are they going back on the on the, um, the airport? Yeah, I, so. I imagine so. Uh, they haven't yeah. announced it, but I imagine it will be, yeah. So can we, I'm, do, can I'm, we not I'm... do the same track? I quite liked it when they did the six in Berlin because we did different <laughs> tracks and it was quite cool, but... Or do different tracks. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be interesting. Or that'd even ret- sure. reverse it. They managed mm. to reverse it. The London E3 is uh, interesting. I think uh, if they have fans, I might see if I can get to that. Yep, definitely. I was meant to go to the one when last is it? year. But... 24th yeah. and 25th of July. Yeah. Oh, I'm working. Oh, I think I'm away. I'll keep the calendar clear. Yeah, I'll make I'm sure working. to be yeah. there. <laughs> I'm working. I think I'm away on a boat. <laughs> Oh, you're I'm doing the Norfolk Broads. I'm on a boat you? in the Norfolk Broads. <laughs> I think that's the day we go away. So we might, uh, not, even, we might not even have a podcast. We probably won't have a podcast that week. We'll probably uh, do... Oh, my God. That means we'll be having Formula 1, Formula 3, W Series, and Formula E. The following week. Yeah, Ooh. on the 1st of August. Well, it'll mm. probably be... It'll be the 2nd of August, probably. It'll probably be the Monday. Or the Tuesday, rather. But Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, I'm shooting, July. Anyway, we'll see. Great. When I'm shooting, well, I mean filming. I'm not suddenly become really middle class and yeah. <laughs> upper class and started shooting things. Um, it's great. a shame. It would would have would have been good to do like a do like a live broadcast of uh, the monkey seat from uh, yeah from, from the, the uh, from the paddock. But... Yeah, yeah. We, we'll we'll do it next year. That's right. We need to plan yeah, it right. well. Hopefully next year's calendar will be a bit more set before yeah. we start, yeah. and then we can actually plan our lives yeah. around yeah. these things. Because I'd love to do one in Formula E. Yeah, um, and I'd love to do one on Formula One. Um, talking about Formula One, has anyone seen the breaking news? Nope. Go on, give oh, us the breaking, breaking news. Breaking... I need a break... Hang on, I need a breaking news bumper. This will do. There we go. Right. Breaking news: uh, Spring qualifying to debut at three Grand Prix in 2021, following unanimous agreements from teams. Which qualifying? Sprint qualifying. Sprint qualifying. Okay. So that now means. That they are going on the Friday. We don't. They don't say which three races this is. Two are European mm. and one's um, international. 
but they don't tell you which races they are at the moment. So was that this season? 2021. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I thought we already knew that. We did, but they've now agreed it. That was oh, the discussion, okay. but we still don't know where they are officially. So we've now signed a form that says that we have actually agreed it. <laughs> yeah. So, but, those bureau, but the, so the rules are... Forms. So now the format is that we're going to be sprint qualifying on so on Friday, we're going to have a 60 minute practice in the morning on two sets of tyres for the teams to choose freely. Then normal qualifying format in the afternoon, but they can only use soft tyres and where they have five sets. I don't quite know why they're going to go through five sets in one qualifying. Maybe I'm confused by that. Six, uh, and then on six. Well, yeah, on, they would because they got Q1, Q2, and Q3, and they'll do two runs in each session, won't they? So they change tyres every time? Well, yeah. They do now. All right. Didn't really yeah. notice that. And then Saturday, second free practice in the morning with one set of tyres for the teams to choose freely. So you can always, they've got to do 60 minutes of on one set of tyres. Mm-hmm. Then in the afternoon is the 100k sprint qualifying with two sets of tyres for teams to choose freely. Okay, so they get to choose between like hard and mediums. Yeah, and so it'd be like prim- be like return to the prime and option. You're not you're not going to go with softs and hards, are you? So the mediums will right. always get used. Yeah, it'd be the medium and hard probably, I'd imagine. Um, um, and then and then a full distance of the two remaining sets of tyres on the Sunday. Okay, I think we need to delve into that a little bit deeper and then do a bit more on it next week. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh, we've got that's um, just been announced. So yeah, thirty-four really... minutes ago. I just had a quick read of it while you were yeah. you were saying it. But we've got the Portuguese Grand Prix in Portimao this weekend. Um, yeah. So we'll do we'll do a bit more on that. I think we'll do a bit of a we'll cover that a bit more next week because that's that's really interesting. I think the the races they're on about doing it were Silverstone, Canada, which is currently obviously in jeopardy and may end up being. Istanbul and Brazil, which I don't think anyone's going to Brazil anytime well, soon. Well, no, so it can't. It, it, it's definitely two European and one international. Well, there we go. Oh, yeah. So maybe they changed it then. Cause it should so they can't do. Yeah. Ah, so UK. Okay. okay that's Istanbul then. That's Istanbul. So you think it's guaranteed as Istanbul? Yeah. I think. Uh, that was quite a good well, track, wasn't it? Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's great. That's Turkey. Yeah. It's either, okay. yeah, it's either Istanbul or Nurburgring, I think. Either way, either way, it's a European one. So yeah. I reckon that's what it will be. Silverstone, Brazil, and another. But I'm not even certain we're going to be going to Brazil. No. Well, we're definitely Still, not going to India. Not that we ever went to India. Yeah, no, I wouldn't didn't. be bothered if uh, if Brazil... I think it's... Brazil's right before Australia. So I yeah. say right before. It's got it's two weeks before. So uh, I wouldn't be too upset if Brazil got cancelled and then we end up doing... Um, we end up doing like a double header in Mexico. Or... I doubt we'd do a double header anywhere. I don't think they'd do a double I header. I think they want 23 races and that close to the end of the season. If, if a race gets cancelled that close to the end of the season, there's no other option. They can't just travel all the way back across the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose if, if, if it's Brazil, if they've left Mexico and they're going to Australia, they could stop off. Well, no, because they, they go the other way, wouldn't they? They go, they go the other way. So, oh, yeah, you know, they go across the Pacific. Oh, we could end up going back to Sochi or something. <sighs> yeah. Or, or we could, you know, no, Sochi's up... the wrong place. Yeah, we could. Place. Yeah, yeah, it's the wrong side of Russia, isn't it? No, you'd be Russia. going. You'd be going. If you're going that way, you'd probably be going to. You can't do. You can't do Singapore. I'm just trying to think of something that's over that way that's not a street track. Um, they, they, I was going to say, yeah, they could. They could go and do another one in Japan. Is that not a street track? No. 
and that's Suzuka, been assigned yeah, for that's New Deal, isn't it? Yeah. That's Japan would make deal. sense. So if it does, Japan get would cancelled. make sort of sense. It's, I mean, it's the right side of the world. Yeah. And then drop down. I mean, they could just they could. I mean, it's a bit out of the way, but they could just go and do another one in Bahrain. They seem to love I mean, Bahrain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose with Bahrain, it's just everything's quite set and it's in the middle of sodding nowhere. Yeah. And it's and it gives you options to have different tracks as well. Yeah. That actually work. Yeah. Um, they'd probably do the short track again if they cool. were to do that. Shall then, we do? We'll probably have a proper chat about that next week. Yeah. Shall we do our predictions? I'll just drop on, you on the chart. Do you want to do, do, you want to do predictions for uh, for Portimao? Sounds good. Cool. Okay. I so, like Portimao. It's a great track. Yeah, I, I like it. I don't think it's, it's one of my be... favourite races last year. Yeah, it's not going to be like loads of overtaking, but it's um, it's going to be it's going to be all right. Why was it so interesting last year? Last year is everyone started. It started raining right at the start, and then you had Carlos Sainz overtaking Hamilton and Bottas to take the lead, that... and then Bottas, really Bottas screwed up, and then Hamilton got past him, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good race. Um, okay, so. We're doing winner, fastest lap, first retirement, and then random position. And yeah. oh yes, I was going to do the random position generator on the on the screen, wasn't I? Yes. Can you do? Okay. That? Okay. Let's see. This is just just for the just for YouTube. I don't know if this is actually going to work, but uh, we will see. I'm just going to stop sharing my audio, and I'm going to share video. Okay. Bear with which screen is it? Oh, no, don't do that. That screen. Right. Can you see that? Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Got yeah. It. yeah. Oh. Random.org. Yep. Got yep. it. Okay. So numbers 1 to 20. It's in the championship order they finished last time. So that's let's generate a number. Who is going to be the random position? Number 11, which is Esteban Ocon. Okay. <laughs> Great. One of the most anonymous people on the... Uh, uh, on the right, right. So that's your random position. So, um, hang on, I just need to share my audio again. Um, I'm going to go for a Hamilton win. I just I think agree. he's, uh, I think he's really good at that track, and uh, yeah, I just think it's going to be a Hamilton win. So I'll go for Hamilton win on that, and. Uh, fastest lap, Sergio Perez. I have a family of nutters, and currently my wife has got a feather duster and is currently rubbing my son's derriere, who's dancing as if he's twerking on the um, feather duster. At least he's not licking the windows like he was the other one. Well, that was Aubrey, wasn't it? All a bit weird. I don't know quite what's going on. This is the problem with this window here. It's all a bit weird. It's all a bit weird. Welcome to my crazy house. Anyway, sorry, Tom. Right. To ruin yeah, it's fine. So, there. Hamilton winner, Perez fastest lap. So, number 11, Esteban Ocon. I'm going to go with eighth. And first retirement, Yuki Tsunoda. Again. Cause, just because I think he's going to ram into someone. Okay. Carl, you ready? Yeah. Uh, um, 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 I'm going to go mad. Leclerc to win. Leclerc to win. Wow. Okay. I've gone mad. Your loss? 
Uh, <laughs> it's mostly because for that second, before I said it, I couldn't think of Verstappen's name. Um, I kept because I've got Van Dorn in my head. I'm like, no, yeah, he's Formula E. Um, and then Verstappen doing fastest lap. Okay. And um, first retirement. I want to say Russell. I don't know why. Okay. And uh, the uh, Ocon seventh. Seventh. Okay, Lucky Charlie. number seven. Okay, uh, I say Hamilton win. Uh, I'll go Perez, let's say, for fastest lap. Um, Copycat. First retirement. What should we say? Latifi. <laughs> Which of the four is it going to be? Latifi. I'll say Latifi. Just for uh, yeah, getting out there. Right. And uh, Ocon. Ninth, let's say. Ninth. So we've gone seven, eight, nine for, for Ocon. So yep. no <laughs> I have so the least faith in him, unfortunately. Sorry if you're watching this. <laughs> Great. Okay. I think that's us. Is that us? I think that's us. So, yeah, we will see you all next week at uh, after Portimao for another wonderful episode of the Monkey Seat, sponsored by Manscaped. Buy Manscaped, Manscaped, people. Get 20% off at Manscaped. If you're like me and you've been forced by your better half to sort out the mess in the garden all through lockdown, um, then... Um... Yeah, you can tell we haven't rehearsed this. <laughs> We did! Ironically, we did! Yeah, but I, yeah, I kind of, yeah, it's fine. But basically, Sorry, yeah, okay, so... here we go again. Advert! Advert! It's an advert! Advert! <laughs> so... <laughs>